Hello, this is Coach Tim Campbell, and I'm your host for the Self Made as a Myth, Make a Difference Together show, where we're talking with successful business owners to hear their stories of the journey to building their business. And because we know that success in business is not something that we can do on our own, we're taking some time out to recognize and acknowledge the folks who have helped us along the way. Today, I'm excited to have a fellow business owner from Indiana with us. My guest, took four years off between undergrad and his law degree to work and travel around Europe. We're going to have him tell us a little bit more about that. Sounds exciting. He enjoys skiing with his family and just got back from a ski trip un unscathed, uh, which is always a good thing. And he is most proud of his children. It is my pleasure to welcome Hamish to the show today. Hello, Hamish. Hey, Tim. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Fantastic. Well, hey, let's start with having you um, tell us a little bit of your uh, personal story. So um, introduce yourself. Tell us where you where you were born, where you live and about your family and some of your hobbies. Perfect. Thank you. Yes. So I'm Hamish Cohen. I'm a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an attorney, which is usually the last thing I tell people. <laughs> I was born in Edinburgh, Scotland. I emigrated here when I was seven years old, uh, lived mostly in Indiana since then. So I'm a kind of a, I'm a Hoosier, even though I still can't really define what that is other than the circular <laughs> definition that it's someone from Indiana. Um, I uh, went to high school in the northwest side here, Pike High School, and then I then I took a year off, went back to Scotland. I took uh, an undergraduate degree here, and then spent four years off, which you mentioned, and I, I which was great for me. Uh, I think part of the entrepreneurial spirit is a sense of adventure, and I, I spent four years kind of working and adventuring. And I, I worked in a youth hostel, and I worked on a cattle ranch, and I traveled all over over Europe, and it was a terrific experience. Um, I'm married. I have four children. I, we're kind of like the Brady Bunch. We have I have two boys and two girls and the girls are uh, my stepdaughters and they're as you as I'm as you mentioned they're probably what I'm I'm most proud of I think uh, parenting is also like entrepreneurship it's also an adventure <laughs> uh, where where you can't do it alone and, and you're, you're often learning on the fly and uh, I think I think what we try to do as parents is raise kids that are ultimately better people than we are which I realize is a very subjective measure but um, I, my kids are really kind of, they're, they're nice, they're kind, they're thoughtful people. And I don't know if I'm any of those things on any given day. So I'm, I'm really proud of them. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, uh, our, our kids are a reflection of ourselves. So that uh, is, is a reflection <laughs> of you and your wife. So congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you. They, they're, they're definitely a reflection of my best days, not my worst. Days, so. <laughs> now, I, I, most people who tell me that they, you know, traveled Europe did took a summer off to do it, and you took four years. So, what was the what was the thought process there? That's amazing. Well, there really wasn't one. I, I got out of undergrad, and I, I wanted to go back to Europe. I, I spent quite a bit of time there, and I was born there. And I just I, I walked into a youth hostel uh, that was hiring in Edinburgh, Scotland, and and the guy working there was a guy I knew, a guy I used to. Uh, drink illegally with when I was you know 16 years old and uh, he said you've got the job and I I just ended up staying for the best part of four years and uh, what what brought me back was was law school I got a scholarship to law school in Indiana and that kind okay, of brought that that on a friend's wedding I came back to being a friend's wedding and uh, never left again so uh, it, it was sort of an organic thing and it just happened to take four years now illegal drinking in Scotland that sounds like an oxymoron to me 
<laughs> yeah, that is that is actually yeah, technically the drinking age there is 18. Although back back when I was 16, if you if you had three pounds and you were tall enough to look over the, uh, the bar counter, they would serve you. I, I think they take it a little more seriously now. But, but back then, it was, it was not. Let's just say it was not strictly enforced. Right. <laughs> not strictly enforced. Hey, Mitch, what what's a funny story that your family likes to tell about you that you'd be willing to share with us today? So that was, you sent me that question beforehand, which I maybe shouldn't admit. And I was the one I had trouble with. My, my family's very British, so they don't really tell funny stories. You know, it's, it's not exactly a, a, a strength. I, I think the, uh, the one I would mention is because, because it's one that's hard. I don't, I don't love it is my, my, my stepdaughter always tells everyone that I, I remind her of the grandfather from the meet the Robinsons, the animated movie. He's the guy who wears, you know, he's he's kind of bald, he got the big hair, and he wears his clothes backwards, and he's he's a sweet and goofy character, and so, yeah, I, that that apparently um, that is the movie character to which I'm most relatable, which is, <laughs> you know, as, opposed to, as opposed to any Tom Cruise action movie hero, right? Uh, the grandfather from Meet the Robinsons, so that. I'm, I'm learning to live with that. There you go. It could be a lot worse. So I, you know, I, I would take that. <laughs> it could always be worse. That's a true story. Yeah, Tell I, us I, how I, the, the business came about. And at what point did you have the confidence that you could run your own business? So it took a while. Um, my partners and I, I'm lucky in that I've got three partners. Uh, and I, I would never admit this to them, but they're they're fantastic people. And, you know, one of the things we're talking about are, are, are the people that help you and bring you along. And, you know, I, I, I think of that a lot of times in, in the out of the organization sense, but it's also an intra-organizational sense. So I have these three great partners. And we started talking about it um, you know, we, we started our business eight years ago, but we probably started really talking about it 10 years ago. Mm. And, and it took us a couple years. You know, it's it started as a dream. I think a lot of businesses do. It started as this concept and this dream and something we really believed in. And it took us a couple years of putting together a business plan and really thinking about it and and, and um, kind of working through the pros and cons before we, we were ready to jump. And mm. and. I think what really did it is, is kind of putting together the business plan and realizing that we we had something. There was a there there, and if we if we were brave enough and diligent enough and we worked hard enough and and lucky because there's always that element of luck too, we could jump and really make this work. But it, it definitely took a while. Tell us a little bit more about the company. What do you guys do? How do you help folks? So we have we have three companies really. Two of which I'll talk about. Two of them today. One of them is our law firm, which is Manley Burke Cohen and Biederman LLC LLP, and and that is a, sort of a, a business boutique law firm, which is not particularly interesting. There's there's nothing interesting about a law firm. Um, the other company <laughs> that's that's kind of our entrepreneurial company is called Proteus Discovery Group, and it's an it's a legal tech company, and it's it, it works in in the e discovery world. And and what e discovery is is um, where, where businesses usually it can be a person get in litigation or there's a government investigation or there's due diligence in, in, a, in a big transaction, there's a tremendous amount of data that needs to be gathered and gathered in a forensically sound manner, stored in a, in a safe manner, uh, deduped, analyzed, reviewed, and then in some cases produced. And that's what we do. We do that entire process. So we we identify where the data is. We talk to the custodians and figure out um, where relevant or or 
inf interesting information is, and sometimes it's accessible and sometimes it's not particularly accessible. We gather it in a forensically sound way. We, we organize it in a way that makes it usable. You know, for example, we, we thread email families together. And then using both lawyers, technologists, and technology, we review, process, and boil that information down to what is useful. And, and, and you know, sometimes you start with tens of millions of documents, and at, and at the end, what you're interested in is 10,000 or, or 1,000, or, or, or maybe it's just 100 documents that are going to be exhibits at trial. And, and we are that funnel. We, we run that entire process. I've got to imagine that this saves people thousands of hours. It, it, it does. It, 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 um, when we first started doing this as lawyers, not as technologists or business owners, it was an incredibly inefficient process. I mean, when I first started, I'm old enough, it was a lot of it was in hard copy. Mm -hmm. right? you, you'd go to some f freezing warehouse outside of Chicago and spend hours looking through, you know, asbestos coated boxes of documents trying to find something that was relevant or important. Um, now it's all done electronically and 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 the technology itself, if by managing the process and the technology, you can very quickly uh, focus in on what matters. And that saves an incredible amount of time and money. And, and when we realized we could do that, we realized ultimately we had a, a better product than what was in the market at, at a much better price. You know, we were uh, very much a disruptor when we started, even though what we're doing now is becoming more the norm, but we were out in front of it and it's, it's been a fun process. Fantastic. And uh, in our last call, you mentioned that you developed it for your own benefit first and now, and, and then went to um, monetizing it and offering it as a, a service to others. Is that correct? That's right. So we, we, we did it. So we, we also have a, a process management software we've built, which is, um, which has been terrific. And, we we did that for ourselves, and then we we we're, we're taking it to the market as well. So, and, and I mean, ultimately, the, the Proteus model was something that we we learned ourselves as lawyers, and and we we implemented first on the law firm side, and then and then we realized we really we had uh, we really had the tail wagging the dog. The, the dog was Proteus, and if we invested in it, I mean money, but the real investment is often time and energy, or you know, blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, Proteus really could be the entrepreneur vessel. It could it could be the company that would grow. Very cool. So 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 far so good. Yeah, fantastic. Hamish, <laughs> <laughs> hey, share a story where someone pushed you or inspired you that you could do it, even though maybe you weren't sure if you could, and the impact that that person had. So I'll, I'll I'll share a couple quickly. So the the first one would be my my partners and 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 as we as I mentioned earlier, I, I think the people that inspire us and move us exist both inside and outside of an organization. And I am I'm a lawyer, so I spend my a lot of my time as a lawyer dealing with risk mitigation. That's mm -hmm. what good business lawyers do. Is is uh, we we help our clients mitigate risk among other things. But that's one of the important tasks we do. And I had a good job uh, at a great law firm. I was a partner at, at the biggest law firm in the state of Indiana, which was a, a secure uh, position doing interesting work. And um, one of my partners in particular, Sean Burke, really believed in this. And so, so did so did Ray and so did John. But he, he really believed in this model. And uh, he was just, I, I think, in a, in a phrase, relentlessly positive. Uh, relentless <laughs> positive about it, and 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 I just think that was really important for me. 
you know, part of being an entrepreneur is taking risk. Mm-hmm. And, and and my partners uh, were willing to take those risks and, and do it together. And uh, so having that person. And then outside, just um, people like Mike Kelly at Developer Town. You know, I, I just, you know, when I first started, when we first started this business, he was one of the first people I met. And I, I kind of met him and Mike Cloran and, and all of these entrepreneurs that they kind of host and work with and deal with. And I just realized that there was this this vibrant entrepreneurial community in, in Indianapolis, in the Midwest, in the United States, of all these folk who were doing incredibly exciting things and and doing in some ways together. Uh, you know, we we think of I think capitalism as being very competitive, but but entrepreneurship isn't. I think entrepreneurship is 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 in many ways a shared journey, and I think entrepreneurs have so much they can share with each other. And and uh, Mike Kelly was the person who kind of introduced me to that concept very early on, which really inspired me and, and helped us in the beginning of our business. Fantastic. Mike is a, a great guy. I know him uh, personally and yeah. um, had had the opportunity to to share a meal with him. He's yeah, just a, a great, awesome guy who wants to make a difference in in others lives. So so happy to hear that uh, you've had the the uh, opportunity to, to work with him. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've been very, very lucky there. He's, he's one of the most uh, generous people. I, I don't know anyone who has less time, but is also more generous with their time than, than Mike <laughs> Kelly. I, I don't know how he does it. I, I think maybe there's actually three Mike Kellys. And <laughs> at any given time you're dealing with one of them because it's, yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. I, I don't have that, that energy, but. Anyway. Hey, Mish, what's your biggest uh, learning as a business owner? So that's that's a good question. Um, I think the biggest uh, the biggest lesson for me is that it's it is a constant growth process. Like when we first started the business, we identified the things that we thought were going to really take off, and we identified what we thought were going to be the problems, and we got many of them wrong. Um, you know, many of the issues that we've dealt with or we've had to deal with as we've grown were things we didn't even think about, mm-hmm. and, and conversely. There were many of our successes were things that we we didn't think about and didn't know about and, and were not things that we counted on when we first put together our business plan. It is, it is a iterative process. You are constantly learning on the fly. And I and I I think I, I knew that in my heart of hearts, but I don't think I appreciated the extent to which that is true. Yeah, I um I've heard this phrase before uh, about failure and that um our founder I, I love his quote. He says that he's never failed. He he either succeeds or he learns. And I like <laughs> I've, I've heard it also be called learn forward, right? <laughs> yeah, learn forward. I like that. Yeah, no, I've we've definitely had uh, quite a few learning opportunities. So yeah, and and we've learned from them, which is part of the the joy of entrepreneurship is that you get to learn and grow, which is incredibly exciting. You're not doing the same thing every day. It's always lots, lots of learning opportunities. <laughs> you you mentioned your um, your business partners with being that persistent, and I think that's another quality that yeah. is needed to have a, a successful business is to you know to be persistent through those those challenges or those learning opportunities, and and have the faith and the courage that hey, we're gonna we're gonna keep pushing forward because we're do we know we believe our vision and these road bumps and blocks are not going to stop us from achieving what we know is possible no you're exactly right it, it's there's you have to be a little dogged 
Um, you know, and, and you know that when you first start the business and for us, we, we got a line of credit and I, I signed that personal guarantee, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, you, you realize very quickly that, that there's, that you, you have to, you have to be persistent and you have to push forward. Hamish, we know that business success doesn't happen in isolation. So tell us about uh, your biggest challenge during the years as a business owner and, and maybe another, a fellow business owner who you know, came alongside you and helped you to get through that? So I think the, the, the biggest challenge are the, the human challenges. I, I think the hardest thing I've ever had to do is terminate an employee. Um, it's just because we're human and, and you appreciate, even if that person isn't working, they're the wrong person in the wrong seat. They don't necessarily share your organization's core values. Um, maybe they're, they're disruptive or, or whatever the case is. And you've even when you've done all the right things, you've, you've tried to mentor them, you've talked to them, you've put them on a personal improvement plan and it just isn't working. It's still something terrible and I, and I hate it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I think, you know, I, the, the, the people that have kind of helped us through that, uh, you know, I, I mentioned Mike Kelly and Mike Horn at Developer Town. There's Tony who introduced us to, to each other, um, who I think is a great guy and, and just an incredibly... Uh, dedicated and person um people like hector escobar who's a, a local business guy who's who's very successful uh chasen damon who runs ship sigma i mean i think what they all have in common is, is this sort of fearlessness and and bravery and i think just being around these folk helps and 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 realizing that you're not the first person to go through this you know every everyone has a situation where they have the wrong person in the wrong seat and and that's okay and and that ultimately you're you're hurting that person, you're hurting yourself, and you're hurting the business if where, where you don't make the difficult decisions. And being around people like the folks I mentioned who who are, I mean, they have great core values. They're they're good people, they're kind, they're smart, they're hardworking, and they're willing to make the difficult decisions when they need to. Um, you know, I, I think those people.